Hi everyone, this is Arzo, and you're listening to the Sexy Boss Babe Podcast, Season 2, Episode 9. Today's topic is on reconciling who you are and your purpose in life. That's kind of a weird, um, I guess, name for a topic, but let me explain what I'm referring to. Reconciling yourself to match what you do, who you are, and your life purpose. It's something that so many women are experiencing and having a challenge with right now. And what's interesting is the more and more women I talk to and events that I go to when I'm around just incredibly um, accomplished women the quote-unquote traditionally um, termed successful woman financially, uh, possibly academically, in various aspects of her life, especially career. And what I'm noticing a lot is that a lot of these women, and myself included, to be honest with you, um, you get to a point where you follow a certain career path, you achieve certain goals, whether it's financial goals, whether it's professional accolades, whether just rising up the ranks. And a lot of women are left with a sense of a lack of fulfillment. And it's difficult because you did everything you were supposed to do. You followed the path that, especially here in America, it's, it's, that's the way of life, right? It's work hard, go to school, um, get a job, move up in your career, and that is success. And more times than not, I'm noticing that people, um, and when I say people, I'm referring to women specifically in this particular uh, episode, um, there's a lack of fulfillment. And I'll share... Um, I was around a lot of women recently and one of the things that I I heard in a conversation that someone shared with me was that they're great at their job, they do very well at it, Um, and this is someone that does a financial type of job, and they work with very big companies and and high-level executives, and uh, this this person mentioned um, that they enjoy helping people. That's some, something that's part of who they are. But they don't like a lot of the people that they work with, um, the clients that they do the work for. They don't share the same values, life values, as those individuals. And it makes them not feel good. It makes them feel inauthentic. And what happens, and I've talked about this before in other episodes but it creates a level of a cognitive dissonance. And it's one thing when you're not aware and you're going through the motions, but it's an entirely different experience when you have become aware. And the people that do become aware are typically people that do a little bit of, of um, self-work and work on you know healing yourself. When you start the healing process 
of doing self-discovery and taking a self-inventory of yourself, of your life, what your challenges are, what your fears are, what makes you happy, um, what you want out of life, what you're passionate about. When you do those self-inventories and you're honest with yourself and then you look at your current existing life and compare and see where the deficiencies are or the inadequacies. And when you realize that, or oftentimes a lot of women, when they do these um, exercises and activities, they start to come to the conclusion that the life that they're currently living is not in line with their personal or spiritual values in life. And they start to feel conflicted. And I think it's easier to um, kind of turn a blind eye when you're younger because you don't know. You're not, you're just not aware. And it's the lack of awareness is more about a lot, an inexperience of life. You don't have enough life experience to really know kind of what's up from down. Um, and that's not to, to take away anything from people that are younger. I, it's just, that's just life. And without, um, time and experience, experience comes with time. There's no other way of gaining that experience. So a lot of women that, um, have, have gone on and, you know, followed their, that career that they worked hard to build for themselves and they get to that point, that top of the career or, whatnot and they find um, that lacking and that emptiness and now what and so that's where a lot of these women are finding themselves Um, you know a decade or more longer in corporate America climbed up the ladder and now what they're not happy they're not fulfilled so what do you do so how do you fix this should you fix it? And what can you do to reconcile? And the thing is, is that if someone wants to reconcile, and when I use that word, it's, it's bringing, it's the opposite of the cognitive dissonance, right? The cognitive dissonance is when one thing is happening, but we're convincing ourselves that it's not happening. And there's kind of like a disconnect where we know what's happening, but we're kind of pretending like it's not. And, um, you kind of disassociate yourself with that particular thing and reconciling is bringing it together and facing the truth and facing the reality and then choosing to either accept the current situation for what it is or do the work to make the changes and that's the hardest part is people choosing to do the work to make the changes And so many different stories of different women that I hear that were in sales jobs or like I said, corporate, and it just no longer became fulfilling. And so they went through a period of self-inventory and figuring out what those true, true passions and skills and talents are that they uh, can want or should fulfill or pursue. Um, it definitely happened with me, uh, my process personally, um, my process has been kind of a long process and I started the, that self-healing probably a decade ago, maybe longer. And, uh, I th- actually think it was longer and mine came 
after I, I was, I was young, I was in my twenties and I had a particular, uh, career path that I was on and that didn't work out. And when it didn't work out the way that I imagined or I thought that it would have or should have, I didn't know what to do next. And a lot of times that's when people will do that self-inventory. Excuse me. And sometimes that comes much later in life. And for me, it came at a fairly young age. And when I had that time period to kind of self-reflect and decide, well, what next? What is my next step going to be? And I was, at the time, I was just kind of left not sure knowing what that next step was going to be. But what I realized is I I went through that self-inventory and kind of mapped out who is Arzo, who am I? And through that mapping out process, I learned a lot about myself. I learned what about what makes me happy, what drives me, what I'm passionate about. And the way that I, what I did to come up with those things, it was kind of like throwing spaghetti on the wall and seeing what sticks, to be honest with you. Because I thought to myself, I don't, I don't even really know myself. What do I like? And so I started doing various activities and getting involved in different things to just try things out and see what those things are. And I mean, I took singing classes, I took Tai Chi classes, I took acting classes, I did volunteer work, I joined boards, I did a lot of different things for the purpose of seeing what I was passionate about. I started writing, I started publishing articles, and I definitely like writing. I I really realize it's definitely a part of of what makes me happy is having some kind of an outlet to write. And um, I did write for a couple different publications and published articles that gave me a sense of um, creative expression. And, and I realized how important that is. And I was really suppressing it because I, I, I pursued accounting. I went to school to study accounting and I didn't end up pursuing that um, in, in my career. And it's very, it's a very opposite part of an opposite, uh, uh, characteristic or trait of my natural personality. And it was something, a skill that I had to develop, um, which I don't regret because it served me well, the information and the learning process and, and strengthening areas that you're not necessarily naturally inclined to, it's it's not a bad thing and so it's helped me in a lot of ways throughout my life um but i'm naturally inclined to more creative things and what i think for me ended up happening is as honing those other skills or working on them i've been able to find a way to um to kind of create some kind of a framework or a foundation for the creative side of me. And so I found a way to marry the two of them. And it, it's taken a long time to, to figure that out and figure out how to do that. But 
now I know that that those those creative aspects I can't walk away from and it has to be incorporated uh, somehow in what I do. And by, I mean, this whole example of what I'm doing with Sexy Boss Babe, from the podcast to creating the products to uh, doing the branding, all of it to me, it encompasses all those different aspects of who I am, of what I'm passionate about, about what I'm good at. And if I didn't take the time 10 years ago or 15 years ago to do that self-reflection, I may not have gotten to this point. And it, and it also doesn't mean that you're going to find what it is, what that thing is for you right away just by doing the activity. When you do it, it's just going to start you off onto the journey. And it could come years later. But you'll never get there unless you take that first step. And uh, that's what I did 10 years ago or so, is I started taking those first steps. And I just continued to just build and take baby steps and baby steps until um, I finally got to a point in my life where I knew that I wanted to pursue this vision, dream, passion, whatever you want to call it. And it came uh, for me 10 years later, maybe longer, from when I started doing that quote-unquote work, that healing work or that reconciling of the self and um the most recent things you know for me I mean let's let's say about a little over five years ago I was at this point it's probably seven years ago I was working at a company and no I think it's longer than that I think it was eight years ago I was working at a company and working my tail off for somebody who was unappreciative of my work and went back on his word with regards to certain promises they had made. And um, I remember when I left that job, I thought to myself, I'm never going to work this hard for anybody ever again, unless it's for myself and it's for my own company. And um, I, I, kind of changed things around. I ended up going into um, a different field for a while. And during that experience, I learned a lot. Um, I honed my skills in a different way. But what also started to really become clear was there's just in certain corporate jobs, there's there are there is a level of of politics and there is a level of um of certain ways that you have to be and for me and in that and I'm not saying all corporate jobs um but in this particular uh place the culture really started to conflict with who I am as a person and it it didn't feel right to me. And so I started having a cognitive dissonance in my situation. And you can only live that way for so long. Um, I mean, you can do it for longer. It's just going to bite you. It's going to come back to bite you. 
And and it's up to you how you want to choose to live your life. Do you want to choose to live your life where on a daily on a daily basis you're conflicted about um what you're doing, who you are, uh your interactions or do you want to live your truth? And sometimes being in those traditional environments, it's a safer environment in the sense where um, the cost is the cognitive dissonance, but the benefit is a stable life. And a stable life, there's there's a lot of value in that. There is a uh, monetary compensation, various types of benefits that can help you in your life. And it's hard to walk away from those things um, to follow your truth. And... It depends on, again, how you want to live your life and what you want out of it for yourself. Um, you may not take that route of following and pursuing what your truth is. And that's okay. And when I say that's okay, I'm my point is, is that's your choice. There is no wrong or right answer. That is your choice. Just know that you may live for the rest of your life with a deep emptiness and a longing um, because you're not doing, you're not pursuing the thing that you're supposed to pursue. So a lot of reasons why people end up being depressed and having anxiety is because they're not living in their truth they are operating constantly at this cognitive dissonance level. So, and and living in your truth, that's a that's a it's it's not an easy thing to do. So, people that pursue decide to walk away from that corporate lifestyle to pursue the thing that they're passionate about, whether it's to be an author and write a book or be a a success coach or start a business, whatever it is, to to live your truth it's hard it's probably one of the hardest things um is to is taking that first step and that leap towards it and i'm living my truth right now but it's not easy because there's a lot that i'm i've sacrificed to live my truth um I'm taking the harder path. When you live your truth, it's not necessarily the easier path. A lot of times that other path is the easier path. And that's the other thing too, is that people like to follow the easier path. Um, living your truth means facing certain realities, means... Um, Respecting yourself in a certain way that you may not have before. Acknowledging certain things about yourself that you previously hadn't. And holding yourself accountable to that truth. Um, and I'm seeing so many more women choosing to pursue that new path or that path of, of following what their truth is. And it's so interesting to me right now uh, 
when I talk to and, and see a lot of the women around me um, that are just not fulfilled in that in those careers anymore and that part of them it's like tickling them constantly and the tickle is not stopping to the point where, where it's pushing them to action and someone you know like I said when I started this episode uh, someone recently you know she said that um, she enjoys helping people but in her current role in that current financial role at that company she doesn't feel good about herself helping people that she doesn't like and she has finally decided that what she wants to do is be some sort of uh, women empowerment transformational coach to help women um, kind of figure out that transformation process and really very similar to what we're talking about right now how do you do that how do you get from acknowledging the cognitive dissonance and then taking steps to um, self-reflect and figure out your path and then how do you um, transform or get to that place so that's what she's decided she wants to do Um, I'm excited for her and I support her if that's uh, um, that's the reveal for her and what's her truth and um, and it's exciting it's exciting that she's come to that conclusion for herself and I have another friend who left her corporate job to pursue being an author and uh, she's written multiple books now and helping other people write books and that's pretty cool it's pretty cool to see uh, people pursuing their passions and um, making that their what their job is or their or their path um, and you know a lot of people talk about you know well passion is overrated and um, it's not sustainable or you know motivation it's not sustainable and you need to be you know rooted more in in practicality and there there's truth to that too and again there is no wrong or right answer it's about how you choose what path are you going to choose for yourself what path do you want to choose for yourself is is happiness important to you is financial stability more important to you is um you know, maybe giving all of it up and pursuing love and uh, pursuing a, a marriage or partnership or having kids, maybe that's what's important to you. So whether it's, a, a, you know, a business or some type of passion that you've always wanted um, to pursue, or like I said, maybe as beautiful as being in love and having a family. And there's no wrong or right answer. And again, it's about what you want. What are you going to choose? So, um, yeah, it's it's time to to dig deep, ladies. Dig deep and start doing that self reflection and that self inventory, and figure that part out for yourself. What is it that you're looking for? Is there something missing in your life? What is it? Um, and the longer we ignore it, 
the, we're just delaying the process. We're just, if we're ignoring it in our 30s, it's going to come to, in some way, shape, or form, it's going to make itself known in our 40s or in our 50s. And the longer we, we push it away and not address it, the harder it actually becomes because letting go of the of whatever lifestyle it is that you're living and changing the direction just becomes harder. It becomes harder to let go and, and change and create something new for yourself. So don't be afraid. Um, you can always, you know the safe path. You've, you've lived it, you've been on it, you do it, you can do it again. Um, but it might be nice to, to give yourself an opportunity to walk another path. And what's neat about that too is you might realize it's really not what you want. Maybe it is your passion. And after pursuing it, you might realize, you know what? This isn't what I thought it was going to be like. And you can finally put it at rest and go back to what you were doing. So there's that too. Um, and again, it's just, it's, it's about facing those things, addressing them, um, pursuing them, or even deciding against pursuing them. So think about that. Think about what your purpose in life is, what you're good at, what drives you, what motivates you. And um, possibly look into pursuing that. Start by making a list. And if you're not sure and your list comes up empty, maybe it's time to try new things and experience new things until you start figuring out what it is that you're good at, what it is that you like, and start from there. So I think that's a good little starting point. I hope uh, you gain something from this. I hope this helps you on your journey of self-discovery, and uh, I think we'll leave it at that. Um, As I mentioned before, we announce a winner every Tuesday, uh, and uh, the winner for today that I will announce is Rafaela, and uh, it's Rafa. It's uh, her Instagram is at Rafaela underscore Rafaela. Uh, she won the contest, so I'm excited to send her a box of uh, Sexy Boss Bay products and the surprise gift. There's always a surprise gift with every box, so um, make sure to enter the contest. Uh, you might be the winner next week, and the way to enter the contest is very simple. Just uh, listen to our podcast, subscribe to it, and comment about uh, this episode or this week's episodes and screenshot that, post it to your social media, tag us at the sexy boss babe. And uh, once we see that in our DM, that will be your entry into the contest. So keep listening, keep uh, uh, trying to win, and uh, hopefully we'll catch you next week. And don't forget that uh, we have another podcast tomorrow, and tomorrow's episode is an interview with Kira Reed Lorch. She is an Emmy-winning producer, Emmy-winning actress. It's a very fun interview, so don't miss out. And if you'd like to get to know me better and get in touch with me, you can always do so uh, and find me on Instagram at the Arzo Yusuf 
A-R-Z-O-Y-U-S-U-F. If you'd like to uh, learn more about us and Sexy Boss Babe, please visit our website, www.sexybossbabe.com. As always, thank you so much for your continued loyalty and listening. We'll catch you soon. Have a great day. One last thing, guys. As a reminder, we're a social impact company. And for every purchase of a Sexy Boss Babe product, we're able to support charities that help foster youth and survivors of sex trafficking. There are 500,000 kids in the American foster care system, and 60% of sex trafficking victims are either former or current foster youth. This demographic needs our help, and before we can do that, we need to raise awareness. We've started an awareness campaign using the hashtag SBB movement. You can help us raise the awareness through using that hashtag. To learn more about this cause and this movement and what more you can do, please visit our website at www.sexybossbabe.com. We really believe that together we can make a difference. Thank you for listening.